welcome to another live edition of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend. Yeah, maybe Slim Rev. We we here. We'll get an update. Uh, Joshua Ezzy. J.E., you're looking good over there. Oh, yeah. But what's the scale saying, though? Are we back in Slim Rev status? We in Slim Rev status. Are we in the, what was it, the 50s? Was it the 50s? We about 259, bro. We just cracked ah, it this morning. Now, I don't know what I ate, what I, the food that I ate today. Yeah. I'm about 261. Yeah, I don't know. You got to be at least around 256, 257 in the morning before you safely, you know, know. safely right, nestled because within that, the 50s. That, bro, that 259 is That just, 259 is not 259. Nah, that's Come. not 259. <laughs> that's 266. Around 2, 3 that's about, right. 260, about 264. <laughs> Right. Man, I be hating when I weigh myself in the morning. I'm like, all right, we made it. We here. We back in the fifties. Right, right. Well, you come back home. Thing. I'm like, bro, what happened? I'm like, it's food that heavy, bro. Oh, it's the water. It's water. the water. Yeah, it's the water. It's the water weight. Yeah. Yeah, man. It'll get you. It'll get you. Hey, but you know, you know, we making gains over here. You see? Okay. Listen, listen. You see it. You see okay. it. Now, you know, they say TV and uh, camcorders and cameras add an extra 10 pounds. So, you know, I'm slim. <laughs> all right. All right. I feel you, man. I, hey, I had to I, I had to get back on it myself, man. I got on the scale. I was like, oh, no, I done picked up a few. So I got to get I got to get back on it myself, man. I had to put together a quick uh, grocery list. I had to put the, uh, together a grocery list. And and I didn't have an airing of grievance, J.E., but you know what? I just came up with one on the fly. All right. Let's go. Let's go. We're Let's still going to go with the plan that we had, but I, I got a grievance right quick. Um, but before we get into that, okay, as we customarily do, um, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, hit that subscribe button, Okay. If you're watching this live, then that means you are interested in the Good Guys podcast, okay? You enjoy the Good Guys podcast. You enjoy uh, the interaction, the banter that we have with you guys on a weekly basis, okay? So there's no reason for you not to hit that subscribe button, all right? Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we go live. We're supposed to go live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. As you can see, it never happens um, it's normally about the 907, 908. Today was about what, 910? 910? So we're, we're, we're on or about 9 p.m. Eastern time. But if you hit that bell, you will know precisely when we go live. All yeah, right? man. No man, no woman knows the hour when the good guys go. Well, the hour. We'll be definitely in it within the nine o'clock hour. Within but no man, hour. no, no man, no Not woman the knows the minute. No man knows the minute. Yeah. No. So hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so that you get post notifications. All right. If you are live with us, hop in the live comments and interact with us. Okay. Um, Definitely towards the end when we do our top five, you know, we like to interact with you guys and get your opinions. Um, And if you're watching this video tomorrow or next week or five years down the road, all right, hop in the comments and leave us a comment so that you can uh, leave your input 
and leave your mark on this episode of the Good Guys podcast. All right. Uh, J.E., you got anything you got going on this week? Man, nothing but live videos, man. Coaches transitioning into work mode. And so work mode kind of brings down the videos. Um, but I'll be doing, uh, man, I, this is my first live since last Thursday. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so I have no videos to share. Um, but, 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 you know, coach will probably drop one tomorrow, probably drop one Thursday. I'll make it up for y'all, but all lives, BD. Okay. Anything right. you got going on, BD? Any new new videos, man? You know, we got the BNB family going strong, rapidly growing. Um, so definitely check that out if you have not uh, checked out my family's channel. It's the BNB family. Uh, we have vlogs, we have challenges, we have uh, all kinds of stuff. Me and my wife and my kids. So check that out. Um, I'd like the last one we did was like a challenge. So a sweet versus sour challenge. And I think we're doing some stuff this weekend, some back to school vlogging. So we will have that probably next week. But the BNB family, check that out. Hit that subscribe button if you are interested in that content as well. All right. Also, also, I almost forgot. I wasn't going to forget. I was going to say it. Okay. But this shirt that I'm wearing, ooh, that's fresh. You see that freshness right there, bro? Okay. My niece made this shirt, BD. We had some sessions. We had some sessions, bro. We got we got her going with her first residual. She she got a residual. She got a job. So that's the first. That's the first stream. Wait, what? Residual. See, yeah, bro. See, ec- residual income, bro. Economics from the TV. I mean, from the uh, t-shirts. No, I'm bro. Hear the coach. Let me let me lay the let me lay it out there. Go ahead, Jake. She's got the first revenue stream. That's a job. The job. Okay. The job is a great stream. To flood sure. into other streams. Okay. Okay. So the niece was like, yo, Unc, man, I, what, what's, this, what's, what's, what's up? Let's get this money. I said, listen, you came to the right place. Right. I'm going to show you how to get it okay. and get it the right way. And so she created her first shirt. I'm going to show it to y'all right here. Boom. Oh. The purpose joint, bruh. That's so the, li- the link is in the description box in the comment section below. I'm also going to go ahead and post the link in the chat box at uh-oh, as we speak. You guys and gals support my niece, man. She's starting her first entrepreneurial endeavors. Her heart, her mission in life is to help orphans and to build orphanages. And so this is one of her first um, um, ideas to help uh, fulfill that dream that she believes God placed on her heart. And so I'm excited for her. I said, listen, I'm going to wear her shirt for the next 40 something videos. Well, I don't know about 40 videos. That's but we're going to. But yeah, that's a lot of videos. But the uncle's going to make sure he supports. So go to the comment section on YouTube. Uh, on both on both pages, I'll go ahead and post the link in the description box below. Give me one second as I do that. I want to make sure my niece is uh, is supported, and so she's going to be making shirts. And I, I, let me see what the shirt says. It says, "Hold on, give me one second. It says the reason for which purpose, the reason for which God created the duty I was placed here to complete." Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, man. It is. All right. I got the link. <clears throat> so make sure y'all go out there and support my niece, man. Uh, it's, it's a great cause that she wants to do. I just posted in the chat box. And it's also in the description box below. <clears throat> Michaela, I'm proud of you, man. Your uncle got your back. Your aunt got your back. We're going to support you. And so for the next few videos, you're going to see me supporting my niece and all the new shirts she comes out. So check that link out. It's M 
KL is the name of her clothing line. And her goal is to support orphans and orphanages. And she's 16. I'm proud of her. Uh, my wife and I are ex exceptionally proud of her. And so she got my support, bro. That's what's up, man. That's dope. I definitely will cop one of those shirts myself. So yeah. I might be in one of those shirts on a good guy's podcast here in the future. Um, and, it, and it falls in line with what we're going to talk about, man. You got to start your ideas, man. Absolutely. Shout All out right. to her for that. Yo, yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and hop into it. And we're going to start off. I Look, I had something else planned, but that just uh, an airing of grievance just came across my mind. This is this is off the top of the dome, guys. This is fresh off the rip. Hearing a grievance, um, you know, I, I was going to switch it up. I said, you know what? Maybe I complain too much. Maybe, I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe I shouldn't be airing my grievances every week. Maybe I'm good, you know, and maybe I'm not thankful enough. And I was going to go a different direction, but you know what? I just can't pass up an opportunity to air a grievance that is just really, you know, something that, 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 that this is really affecting me, guys. All right. So we just talked about. Um, me and Jay, you just talked about how, you know, sometimes you, you know, you, you, you fall off the wagon a little bit, you, you put on a few extra LBs. Okay. And when that happens, see it, look, it happens to everybody and it's okay. All right. But what you have to develop is the ability to get back on the right track. That's right. right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I know how to do that. And, and, you know, that's the most important thing is 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 developing a system where you know that you can get back on track. So I have my system, right? And for me, it starts at the grocery store, right? I have to get the right foods. My airing of grievance, J.E., is that why is it? And I love my wife. I'm going to start this by saying that I love my wife, okay? Without my wife, I could do nothing. OK, well, without my wife, she she is the air, uh, the, the wind beneath my wings, J.E. She is the air that I breathe, J.E. She is the love of my life. She is bro, a stop, wonderful that's, mother. That's God's air, bro. Huh? You said she's the air you breathe. That's the Lord's air, bro. Yeah. And she is the Lord's created by God, given to me. And I'm forever grateful. But when it comes to her going to the grocery store, J.E., mm. my issue is the things that she wants, she gets. Everything that the kids need is in the refrigerator in abundance. I already know where you're going. My question, J.E., what about me? Where are the things that I need from the store, J.E.? When I go in the fridge and we just got a grocery haul, why is it that the only thing in that fridge are things that don't relate to me? I don't want Kool-Aid uh, 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 packs. I don't want Capri Suns, okay? They used to slap back in the day. But I don't want Capri Suns right now. That's not going to help me on my weight loss journey. Uncrustables, delicious. But they're not going to help me on my weight loss journey right now, J.E. Yeah. I can't eat Lunchables. That's not going to do anything for me. No, nothing. Okay. Why is it that we, and, and this isn't just me. I know it's not just me because I've talked to other men who experienced the same thing. 
Everyone else's needs are taken. And I'm not mad. Look, she's a mother. She's doing what she is wired to do. And that is to take care, you know, of, of the family and pretty much mostly just the kids. Um, and I feel like I'm left to fend for myself. So what I had to do, J.E., I had to put together my own grocery list. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to the store and I had to get the things that I needed. But it just strikes me as odd. And it's just, you know, and I'm, you know what? I, I'll give her credit. Sometimes she does. Before she goes to the store, she will ask me, hey, babe, you need anything from the store? But I'm not thinking about it at the time. I'm probably doing something else. I'm probably editing editing a video. I'm probably, you know, watching TV or something. I'm just not thinking about it at the time. That's not the time to ask me while you're walking out the door to the store. Why is it that we, you know, I feel like she knows the things that I like, J.E. She knows the things that I eat on a regular basis. Just get those things. But she, ain't thinking about, she ain't thinking about you, bro. I feel like that's the case. I feel like, you know, like people people don't really think about us as fathers. Um, our needs aren't, I mean, I won't say our needs aren't met, but when it comes to that grocery store, I feel like they don't really take, uh, I, I think we're just left to fend for ourselves. Like you're yep. good, you'll be fine. You'll make it. But everybody else is just taken care of. J.E., is it just me or do you experience the same thing? I'm, I'm prepared. I'm preparing now. You don't so when the kids, that. I already know. BD, I already know it's coming. I know my place. See, self-awareness is key, BD. Mm. Self-awareness will save your life. Okay. That's why I tell people, don't get mad about where other people has placed you on their list of life. You just got to be self-aware knowing where you are on their list. I already know where I'm going to be when them little Aziz come in here. You are going uh, directly to the bottom of the totem pole. Bottom. That's why you got to develop systems, BD. You got married young, so I understand. I had time to think. Mm. So now I already got systems in place. Hey, J.E., if you want it, you got to go get it. That's it. If you, it, that's what it boils down to. If you want it, you got to go get it. See, our hunting days are over when it comes to women. We're done. Right. Now we have to hunt now for survival. We have to go out there and say, you know what? Because she did buy stuff for you. <clears throat> she bought stuff for you. What do you mean? Yeah. That, see, look at my wife. My wife says, look, this is my wife. <laughs> Just loves to CBD, CBD, that's planning. <laughs> That's planning, BD. See, see, people don't plan before they right. get married. Mm. They just plan to get in the sheets, but they don't plan to go and handle other things that pertains to them. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So why do you think this love of grocery is upon me? Because <laughs> I already know. I already know, bro. When I'm on the edges come out, she's not going to love me like that no more, bro. <laughs> Now, the love yeah, is there, <laughs> but bruh, when that big-headed Ezra come out here looking like this, talking about mama, that's it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I've seen it over the times. Uh-huh. I've seen it. So I say, you know what? See, it, I would be the fool if I just show up at home and expecting what I like in the fridge. I'm the fool. 
Yeah. If I just show up and expecting that I'm number one on the list or number two after Christ himself, you're no, no, you're not. That refrigerator is going to be full of everything Junior wants, everything baby girl wants. When I get in there, I'm going to be like, wow. Right. But that's why I go and get the family's bacon and my bacon too. Right. You got to be D. You got to think, man. Bro, there's nothing worse than going to that fridge and seeing nothing in there for you. But all you see is is uh, yogurt covered raisins, bro. And you see things that pertains to her, bro. Gogurt. Already, already. Gogurt. What am I supposed to do with gogurt? What am I supposed to do with that? What? I'm a grown man. What do I look like? What, what, I look what like? do I look like? What do I look like, PD? That's why I said, listen, you, 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 you got to start making some changes, babe. Because Bojangles, <laughs> it's calling, and that's the thing. And then I start to put on some lbs, and you want to judge me? You want to judge me? Mm -hmm. I don't have any food in the fridge to eat. This is why, bro. I have to go fend for myself. And if I get hungry, if if there's no food in the fridge, I'm gonna get hungry. And when I get hungry, I'm going to make bad decisions, reckless decisions, bro. The worst decisions of my life. <laughs> are made in hunger. <laughs> bruh, bruh, the, my worst decisions, bruh, I, I come up with the, I mean, when I'm hungry, number one, when I'm hungry, it's it's hard to think of the place that you want to try when, it's funny, you, you know all the place you want to try when you're not hungry. Oh, I'm gonna try that. Next time I'm hungry, I might go there. If I'm hungry by Thursday afternoon, I'm gonna go there. But when you hungry, it's the first thing you see. You dodge in traffic, and if that beautiful red and yellow sign that says two for five Cajun fillets or a two piece, two size for $4.99. And then the, the thing about it is, you see the deal, right? Oh, I was gonna get two pieces and two size. Then the hungry man says, Bruh, is that sufficient, bro? Mm -mm. I'm so serious. Like this literally played out yesterday. Like I woke up with all the best intentions in mind. I said, today's the day I had gotten on the scale, picked up a couple extra LBs. And I said, today's the day. Today is the day of change. Okay. Hey, no, hey. I went to the refrigerator. I said, I'm going to start my day with a healthy, well-balanced breakfast. And I looked in the fridge. <laughs> Nothing. I said, maybe some healthy cereal. There was no cereal to be found. Man, no cereal, said, bro. You know what? Okay, I'm going to go with some oatmeal. I went to the pantry. No oatmeal. What? There were no eggs. There was no fruit. Oh, PT, it's, it's over. It was over, J.E. It's over. I didn't have to I didn't have time to do anything else, so I had to I had to forego breakfast. I had no breakfast. Oh no, B. Oh so no. By you by the time lunch came around, J.E. And why you didn't call your boy? There was a hunger raging on the inside of me, the likes of which, you know, I, I, I have never experienced, J.E. And there just happened to be a place uh, that that was having its grand opening. It's called Slim Chicken. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I don't know if it's even never heard here. of it. I had Nobody never want heard no of Slim it. Chickens, bro. Nobody want no Slim look, Chicken. It's don't be fooled by the name, J.E. Uh, yep, you're right. Marketing. That's yeah. Don't be fooled by the name. They have. Uh, uh, chicken tenders. They have chicken wings. They have chicken and waffles. They have it all. And so I went to Slim Chickens 
And I said, it's only right that I try it. I mean, I'm hungry. Let me go ahead and see what they've got. And I realized that unlike a lot of places, they have a combo where you can get both the wings and the chicken tenders. I never heard of that. Combo. That's innovative. No, is that is that Zaxby's? I don't know if Zaxby's, maybe Zaxby's has that, but I don't like their wings. Yeah, so, their wings are trash, bro. I about break trash. my teeth. 100% trash. Um, so I said, I have to try both and I didn't have breakfast. So that, that was my justification. Um, so they had the, like the, they had the three by three where you could get three ring, three wings and three tenders. Time out, time out, time out. What's a man going to do with three wings, bro? Thank you. See, now I feel better. Now I feel better. Cause I thought that same thing. So they have the five by five. Who, what what am I going to do with five wings? Five wings and five tenders. Tennis was good. They were. The wings were good too. It's not a bad deal. So that's a lot of food. Um, five that's tenders. For breakfast? No, this was lunch. Oh, I skipped oh. breakfast. Didn't have breakfast. Oh, so man. I had five wings and I had five tenders and I had the French fries and I had the sweet tea and BD. Yeah. See, see, ladies, see what see. This man's a prime example of what happens when you put your kids first, man. This man woke up this morning with goals, aspirations. The man walked into that bathroom, weighed himself. He says, man, I got, oh, I got a couple of LBs on me, bro. He looked, he looked to heaven and said, father, lead and guide me. BD walks downstairs. He opens that fridge and he says, the helpmate you gave me didn't have nothing in the helpmate you gave me, Lord. And then that's when the devil came and said, BD, did God really say that those LBs was bad? See, did God really say if your wife can't look out for you, <laughs> if your children are sitting there, the sheets halfway off of them, young man rubbing his belly in his sleep because he had a great dinner last night, anticipating a great breakfast because the fridge is full for him. Mm-hmm. But this man had no eggs. None. This man had no liver mush. None. This man had nothing. And then what's the worst part about it, BD? When you open that fridge, because you timed it. You timed it. like, I still got about 10 minutes to get to the car, get on my way to work. Mm-hmm. It's nothing worse when you don't have time. When you don't have time. So you close the fridge door and you just storm out. And you just know that it's going to be the longest three and a half hours of your life waiting. Bro, I don't even I don't even look to heaven because I already know I'm sinning. <laughs> I don't even look, God. You, it's, it is what it is. I don't want to hear nothing from you, Gio. The helpmate, the helpmate you gave me. That's why I got <laughs> systems, BD. Y'all talking about my big and crunchy cereal? I know my wife ain't gonna eat that. See, <laughs> you know what I'm saying my wife ain't gonna eat no oat milk, bro. See what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so what I'm saying is, I get the stuff and I'd be like, she ain't messing with that. What's the worst part is when you get something that she messed with, right? And you be knocked out anticipating that that thing is going to be sitting there waiting on you. You wake up, the bag on the side of her bed. You get downstairs, man. You like, man, what my. I was going to smash that today. That's why I started getting my big and crunchy chip, my cereal, bro. <laughs> she ain't messing with that. That's why I don't even want her to taste and see that that cereal's good. Because then I got to switch my cereals. 
I might have to go with the big and crunchy, man, because that's 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 the real issue is when I do put a system in place, when I do get the they don't respect you. They do. That's one thing about women and children. They do not respect what's yours. Right. I'm like, I'm you, like you, you don't get the things that I want from the store. So I took it upon myself to make an additional trip to the store to specifically get the things that I need for my well-being. And y'all still smash all of it. My brother Eddie said it's gone, man. I got my brother. You see my brother over here, my cousin Lawrence, man. He said, yep, no doubt. I know, bro. He's got a great podcast called Winter Talk, man. That's my cousin right there, bro. Bro, he's married too, so he already knows, bro. It ain't right, man. It ain't nothing like, bro. That's why, man, you know, when the kids come, I'm going to give me another mini fridge, bro. I'm going to do, I'm I'm do some YouTube uh, Google, I mean, YouTube search, find out how to engineer a thumbprint door lock where you have to have my thumbprint to get in there. Because, <laughs> BD, there's nothing worse than anticipated fulfillment. Mm. There's nothing about anticipating being fulfilled by something you purposefully saved for you. See, no, 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 no. When women don't understand, when you marry a man, what's yours is ours, right? Uh-huh. A part of mine is ours. <laughs> okay. Yours is ours. A part, everything else is yours. <laughs> but this small section right here, because our lives are gone as men, we're done. <laughs> we're done. There's nothing else for us to do. But to serve, protect, and provide, mm-hmm. there's nothing else. All we, all we good faithful men have left, BD, is mm-hmm. food. That's all we got left. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, BD, out. man. That's it's hard out here, man. It's hard out here, man. That's that's that there's, I mean, bro. I'm good right now because the kids ain't here. And oh, my wife's in the comments talking about it won't never happen to you, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> and look, when Juju and y'all become one flesh and he's and he's getting breastfed and you fall in love and you bring that young man, you bring that kid in his world, you're gonna forget about me. That's when it starts right there. The breastfeeding process. Yeah, bro. Nah, you get, get off. Get off. Your time's up, bro. Get off. <laughs> get Your off. time's up. Nah. You had enough. Nah. You had enough. Get up off. <laughs> when when this when this thing over between y'all two, right? <laughs> when is when is this done? I don't feel like I'm the man of the house right now. That's when the bond is created, man. And they really don't understand. Created, it, bro. It's done. It's it's a wrap. Your bro, needs I'm, are. You'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right, man. Eat these little chicken nuggets I made for Juju and macaroni cheese, man. Listen, bro. Nah, soon as that kid come out through him, he eat like a man. Cause I ain't eating that man's for that little man's food. <laughs> BD's on and BD's eating crustables right now. He's talking about as, as as if crustables are that man should not crustables should not even come out of this man's mouth. Gourmet peanut butter and jelly sandwich should be what this man eats on 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 often. As as often as he eat, shall he eat gourmet peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No. This man eating crustables sit Indian style by his son and, and and poor man. Got my man sitting there with his son eating crustables. Little Juju talking crazy to him like he's one of them. It's uncrustables. Hey, it don't matter. He should be eating crustables. 
He should be eating sandwiches and crusts. He should be eating right. some peanut butter. That's what I crust. should be eating is crustables. You should be eating some crustables. This man eating no, bruh. You know where they got that from? Because as a kid, we didn't like the crust. We used to take the crust off. Yes. This man over here got no crust on his sandwich bread. I'm 34 years old. I need that fiber. My brother said, see, you're right, bro. Life on the back burner, bro. Make peace there. You're right. You're right. Arden, we we have no choice. That's why my brothers create your own systems. And I don't even know if it's really safe anymore. Because Bojangles don't make it easy on the brother, bro. Uh Uh-uh. Do you know how many establishments we pass on the way home when we know good and well Junior's full? <laughs> Junior had his full. Oh, babe, I was so busy. I already know. I already played these scenarios in my mind. I'm all, babe, I'm so sorry. Uh, the babe, the kids was acting crazy all over the place. I just put something together real quick. Um, uh, Babe, just uh, go find something for yourself. Here we go. Here we go. Disappointed. And now we got we to gotta save face. Do you know how many times men are disappointed and have to save their face? <laughs> because you ain't winning. You're going. What you going to do? Make her cook? No. Nope. So what you do is you look Juju in the eyes and be like, bro, you better go to the league. <laughs> okay. Because you, you eating like you eating. You eating good right now. You better do something for your dad. And why do the dads get pickup trucks, bro? Moms get houses, bro. Right, man. It ain't right, but <clears throat> but it is what it is, my brother. It is what it is. Systems, man. Yeah, yeah. Even though they'll eat those systems, you gotta get a safe. You gotta lock your stuff up, bro. I'm gonna have to get like a separate fridge that I'm gonna put in the garage, and I'm gonna put a lock on it, and only I will have the lock. That's the. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna keep so that. Let- we won't discuss Beedee. that one anymore. So let it be written. So let it. Be so done. let it be done. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a big freezer too. Big fridge, bro. All my all my treats, everything I ever want in life. And you won't even know what's in there. Man, yeah, you won't know what's in there. A little, I'm gonna have a little microwave in the fr- in, in the garage too. So I'm just gonna. Bro, eat it I'm gonna have a little camera in the corner with the little red lights that go around like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Try it. And they'll still find a way. I'm like, bruh, you really got in there, bruh? Yeah, I just pulled the wire. I just pulled the cord out of the socket. Your light lasers was cut off and just uh, Jimmy the lock and yeah, fed the, fed the kids. Wow. You're probably right because they will stop at nothing to keep the kids fed. They'll like, stop at nothing, but nothing. our stomachs are empty, bro. <laughs> I think I woke out of my sleep one time having nightmares going to the fridge and don't have no food. But the kids eating good, bro. I I promise you that hunts me at night. <laughs> That's why, man, bro. I don't know. That's why I'm gonna get a house with them tall ceilings, bro. They'll they'll get a ladder. I'm talking about them tall. You put, just create a big old shelf at the top, bro. Mm-mm. Kids can't even get up there. No, they'll get to it. When it comes to getting those kids fed, they will find a way. But it, when it comes to anything else. Oh, babe, can you get this for me? Oh, can you? When I'm watching TV and I'm relaxing on the couch in my most comfortable position, and then <clears> a nice uh, corner nook in the couch that, that only my body fits in and contours to my each nook and cranny of my body, <clears throat> it, it, 
that's when she will say, hey, babe, can you come get this? Something just simple. Babe, Bruh. if you would just stand on your tiptoes, you could probably reach that. Bro, why do they do that, bro? You know the fan is on medium. <laughs> you know you know the covers is on me. You had 20 minutes to say, babe, I need you to do this. I remember one time my wife woke me up out of my sleep, bro. I said, I said, bruh, when I'm asleep, Google's your husband. <laughs> Google's your husband. Go to Google and film. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Well, what I'm saying is, bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know. They wait till you sleep. They wait till you're rested. <sighs> All right. But, but, but being married is a joy. We oh, love sure. it. We already understand what comes with this. That's why we're implementing support systems. Liz, Beth, Liz Beth says, because we need you to guys, when you were single, who was there to carry them waters in the house? <laughs> when there was no man to who to trash out. I'm not advocating you do these things when you marry, but I'm saying if we're talking strength here, <laughs> do you know men's muscles get tired? And you know what? You know what, Lizbeth Marie? Sometimes y'all just be hyping us up. All yeah. right. Sometimes don't, don't be trying to hype me up. Now and you call them pet with names. Yes, yeah, you're coming with the jar. Oh, boo. Oh, you looking strong in that shirt right there. Oh, that's a 3X. Yeah, right. I'm in a 3X tall tee that I've had since high school. This thing is so raggedy. It, 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 oh, boo. Oh, you so strong, boo. Can you just get this jar real quick with your strong, manly hands? Don't be hyping me up. You could open that jar. Don't, 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 don't hype me up. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't hype me up. You know what I'm <laughs> don't hype me up. There's nothing worse when your hand is slippery and that thing slip. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, pickles. Hold up, bro. What's up there? What's up? What's up? You trying to, you trying to, what's up? Oh, hey, bro, man. They, they just, they just got to understand. Just, just, just let us be, man. You know what I mean? If you really want those pickles back, if, if Juju wanted pickles, done. Done. If I wasn't here, if I was at work and Juju wanted some pickles, you would have opened that pickle jar easier than I just did. Yeah. Your supernatural mama strength. Uh -huh. But what about the strength to hold us up? Making sure that we have crustables. And now our, our lips are crusted. Walking around looking for food like we... Now, we're not saying our wives don't cook. We're just saying, I already lived this in my own mind. I will not eat chicken nuggets. I will not eat mac and cheese. I will not. I will not eat Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks. I will not. I will not eat Kool-Aid Jam, drink Kool-Aid Jammers. I will not. You will eat all these things. No. You will. A year later, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> you had a cherry Kool-Aid Jammer, but that thing hit. You're right. <laughs> hey, you know I never knew bruh, really good. Bruh, them uncrustables, bitch. <laughs> them uncrustables you was talking them about. They, bruh, them yeah. they hit, bruh. Hit. And it'll be a it'll be a silent under. We already know I'm communicating to BD. I'm done. You're right. You was right, BD. That's my way of saying BD, you right. 
<laughs> I'm over here eating crustables Indian style with the kids. You'll be there. All right, we're gonna go ahead and keep it moving. We have vented for like 30 minutes now. Um, but yeah, no, all jokes aside, marriage is amazing. My yeah, it's amazing. We just oh, have yeah. to just have to vent a little bit. Yeah, man, man, gotta vent, bro. If we don't vent, then you know what happens next. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna go ahead and get into the main portion of the podcast. And as you can see by the title on the screen, we're talking about overcoming the fear of starting. Whether that's mm -hmm. you know that business uh, that, that you need to start, whether it's you know uh, uh, going back to school, or whether it's whatever it may be. All right, whatever your purpose, whatever your passion, whatever your calling is, overcoming the fear of actually getting started, because that's a lot of times the biggest step and a lot of times the biggest you know hindrance that people face. It's not actually in the doing of it, but it's actually talking yourself into getting started. So we're going to talk about that here today and we're going to go ahead and hop into it. All right. So the first um the first, I guess, way to overcome the fear of starting is find the source of your fear and connect to the source of your faith. OK. Um, so, yeah, if you're not starting that thing, that is your passion, that is your calling a lot of times or pretty much all the time, it's going to deal or stem or be rooted in fear. Right. So you have to find what the source of that fear is. Um, the only way that you can overcome that fear uh, is to find out what that source is, whether it's insecurity, whether it's, you know, lack of belief in yourself, whether it's somebody uh, told you you weren't good enough or whatever the case may be. You have to find out what that source is and you have to address it. And the way that you address it is by connecting to the source of your faith, which should be. Uh, your relationship with God. You have to look at what God says about you. Okay. The Bible has all kinds of positive things to say about you. Um, you know, speak positive confessions over yourself. The Bible says you're the head and not the tail. The Bible says you're above and not beneath. The Bible says you can do the all things through Christ who strengthens you. And God has a purpose for your life. God has gifts and talents that he's placed on inside of you. So you have to plug into that. You have to Watch what kind of things are you listening to? What kind of people are you listening to? A lot of times what happens is we have the wrong people around us. So we're, we're, we're listening to the wrong opinions. We're listening to the wrong things. And we're letting that affect us and, and, and plant fear inside of us and plant disbelief inside of us. And we need to be listening to what God says about us and what the word of God says about us. The word of God says we can do anything. OK, so that's what we have to plug into. That's what we have to listen to. And if you are constantly listening to, you know, uh, people who are who are who are trying to do the same thing, who are trying to um, live out their purpose, live out their calling. Uh, if you're listening to you talk to them, because I guarantee you they're not going to tell you, oh, no, just just stay, you know, just work your nine to five. And, and there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five. Um but we're talking about starting uh, something that is, you know, your passion, your purpose or something of that nature. And you can do that in addition to a nine to five 
or you can have, you know, do something that will eventually replace the nine to five, whatever the case may be. If you're talking to somebody who is, is, is operating in their purpose and their calling and they're, they're of the same mindset, they're not going to tell you not to pursue the things that you're passionate about, the things that you're called to do. So you need to find some people like that. You know what I mean? Hang out with them, read books, the Bible, and you can read other books, you know, uh, that, that, that reinforce that, then you're going to overcome that fear and you'll be able to, you know, move past that fear and actually start that thing that you need to start. Yeah, bro. The worst strand of flu is a bad influence, bro. You got to watch what influence you because whatever influence could make you sick, man. And you got to find the root reason. A lot of people right now are afraid to start that business, afraid to start that ministry because of what their mama said about them, what their dad said about them, what somebody in their family along their path of life, whether it was middle school, high school said to them. But we have to understand it's not about what somebody else says about you. It's about what God says about you. It doesn't matter whatever it is that you face. Do not allow your fears to paralyze you. You got to find a root reason and replace that with faith. You got to replace it in faith in God, knowing that he's the one that gave it to you. Your mom and your dad only contributed to bringing you here and, and made a commitment to parent you. But it's the one who was above that gives you the purpose to go forward. And you got to find that root reason. Say, why am I afraid? Yes, man. When I first wrote my first book, I don't even know where my book's at right now. Give me one second. When I wrote my first book, Unplugged, back in college, man, I had a lot of fears writing this book right here. A lot of fears. I, I, I used to stutter as a kid. I stutter sometimes now. I said, God, who's going to want to hear what I got to say? God, who's going to want to uh, read what I've wrote? And God said, who made your lips? Who made your hand? Who made you? Sometimes we often feel afraid in the very thing that God wants us to flourish in. Why? Because the enemy knows that anyone birthed in this world was birthed for a purpose. You were created for such a time as this with an assignment. And it's crazy how many people allow fear to strangle that purpose. And so you got to say, God, man, <clears throat> I'm not going to allow fear to rob me what you already perceive that I'm capable and able to do. So what we have to understand about number one is that we got to find a source of the fear and reroute ourselves back into faith in God. Is it is it nervous? Will you be nervous? Yeah. Every time I speak, give me one second. Every time I speak, I get nervous. I'm writing a book right now about 95 percent done. There's some butterflies there. But we got to kill those butterflies, man, and say, listen, I'm going to go forward. So what are you afraid of? Are you, I think most people, BD, we've heard this before. Most people are, are afraid of succeeding because of the responsibility that comes with success. Right. The, the responsibilities that come with success. You can't be lazy and be successful. So some people rather be lazy and dysfunctional and, and say that they're afraid, but really they're not really afraid of failing. They're afraid of succeeding. But what do you get from succeeding? What do you get from starting? You get a lot. You get confidence. So a lot of people's going to talk. That's why you don't tell nobody what you're doing. The best way to overcome your fear is to be quiet about what God wants you to be in faith about. Because what often keeps people from starting is the people that's going to say, what are you doing? Do you know what happened to the people that was yelling at Noah for all them years? Hmm? What happened to them people? God told them to start making that ark. Everybody kept talking about Noah. You look crazy out there. Why are you doing this ark? Why are you building this? It ain't rain. We in famine. 
the same ones that was talking about Noah was the same ones that was beneath Noah. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is, is that if God says you're able to do it, then you do it. You start it because the enemy doesn't want you to eat the fruits of finish. Let me tell you something. You know what this book brings me every month? Residual. You know what this book brings me every month that I started a year and a half ago, my wife? Residual income, residual impact. You know what this book I started two and a half years ago is doing for me right now? Residual income, residual impact. You know what this book is doing for me right now? Residual income, residual impact. You know what this book is doing for me right now? Residual income, residual impact. You know what these feel? So what I'm saying is, imagine me being in aisle seven of Lowe's stocking overnight with all these books in my mind, wishing I could have started. Now I got a wife. Now I got family. Now I got responsibilities. And now I have no time to do it. Where would I be today? Regretting my decisions. I'm telling you, whatever's keeping you from starting is not worth your attention. So what is the root reason? Is it insecurities? Do you feel inadequate? Everybody, everything you do for God, you're going to be inadequate for. You're not capable of doing it. So you need God. God is always going to give you something bigger than you to do. Because mm. why would God give you a man-made thing? Because if he gives you a man-made thing, you have no need of God. God is always going to call you to do something bigger than you so that you will have to always be depending on God for it to be done. But most people, they don't want to do it with God or they feel as if God's some tyrannical individual who's looking for perfection. No, he sent Christ for that, bro. So what we're saying is, Whatever those voices are talking about, man, you can't do that. Bro, you know how many people told me I couldn't write this book? I don't even know if BD was one of them. Nah, BD wasn't one of them. But what I'm saying, there was a lot of people, man, that was just like, yo, what you doing, man? Nobody, you, who cares? And most of the people that was talking was my inner people, my own fears. Mm -hmm. So number one, man, you got to find the source of your fears and you got to put them up against the word of God. You got to put them up against what the word of God says about what you're capable of doing. The Bible says you could do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Now, don't get that scripture mixed up and get it twisted. You can't do everything. God is not going to strengthen you to do everything. He is only going to strengthen you to do the things you are called to do. Anything you do outside of Christ, you will burn out. So you can do everything that God has called you to do. That's why you don't got to compare your life to nobody else because they ain't called to do what you're supposed to do. So what you're afraid of other people saying stuff to you? Who cares what they got to say? So number one, find the source of your fear and connect to your source who is God. Connect to him because he'll be the one that empowers you to go forward and start. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So going on. But, to but, the but, but before we go to point number two, mm -hmm. all those who's watching on the Coach Josh YouTube channel. The train stops here for you at this station. But if you want to get on the next train, go ahead and go ahead and go over to the co uh, to the uh, Good Guys channel. We're going to take the rest of this podcast over there. So I'm going to go ahead and post a link so that you all can get the rest of these four points on the Good Guys channel. Let me go ahead and get that link for you. BD, where's the song, bro? See, boy, you're a bad oh, worship leader, bro. In the room. Oh, 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 oh. oh. In the room, Jesus is my doctor. He writes all my prescriptions. And did I pronounce it right this time? 
because last time I yep, sorry. And he yeah, da da da. Oh. Bro, you should know you ain't know the rest of the lyrics, BD. You didn't know the rest of the lyrics, bro. I don't. You don't. And you trying to put it on. So go ahead and head over to the Good Guys <laughs> podcast. Link to the full podcast below. And we'll love to have you over there. We're about to end it right there. Facebook, those who watch it on Facebook, you got one more point. After the second point, you, you so you might as well just go ahead and just leave the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Leave the Facebook video. You see it up under my you see the, you see it right up under my video, the Good mm-hmm. Guys Podcast. Go on head over to YouTube. Go ahead. Go ahead and head over now. And while you there, subscribe. Hit the bell. Look, I see people leaving now. I hear you, Lord. Come on to the second service. First service is over. Come on in. All right, Coach Josh Page. Love y'all. All right. We are exclusively on the Good Guys channel as well as on Facebook. But Facebook, you only got one more point left. And then you got to make it over to the second service. Mm. Are we are wait, we are we good? Waiting on you, BD. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, sorry. Okay. All right. Andrea seven, a new subscriber. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. We need the, the We're glad the, to have you. Thank you for joining. Come on. The, the, <clears throat> any other first time guests? <laughs> any, any other first time subscribers? To have church up in here. If you come on down, come on, come down. on down. Come on. If you're a first time subscriber, come on down to the front. Yeah. Come on. Let us know where you're from. In the comment section. Let us know where you're from. You know what I mean? Let us know what uh, what 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 caused what you, you to what mm-hmm. brought you here. And, we got refreshments uh, in the well, no, no refreshments. We do not have refreshments. But oh, we uh, got a food. I love what you said in the word. Mm-hmm. Jesus was sitting by the woman at the well. The okay. disciples came back. They just watched this this pretty young thing run off. Yeah. To, to the to the village. Right. Peter was like. Jesus, you good? Because back in the Bible days, mm-hmm. the teacher devil sat with women by himself. So when all these people say in the Bible's misogynistic and, and male dominant, Jesus was counterculture, sat there with the woman. Mm-hmm. So they came back with some boxes of bojangles because before, if you read the text, they went off to another village to get some food. Mm-hmm. When they came back to Jesus, Jesus was sitting there with the, you know what I'm saying? And she went off to the village and they was like, bro, you good, Jesus? We got some food. He said, man, See, my will, my food is to do the will of the Lord. Mm. So what we're doing here, we may not, for the first time subscribe, we may not have refreshments for you in the back. But what we do have will feed your soul. Uh. All right. All right. Or you can go ahead and get this. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's keep going. Point number two. Faith Glow. I've subscribed to both of y'all's channels and here too. Shout out to Faith Glow. That's what Church I'm talking clap. about. Put some clapping hands. Put some clapping hands in the comment section. Welcome my first time subscribers and guests. <laughs> and if you want to fulfill the, the triune of channels, the trinity of channels, go over there to the B&B family and subscribe. Mm-hmm. If you want to complete it, mm-hmm. Not only are you subscribed to the Coach Josh channel, That's not right. only are you subscribed to the Good Guys channel, That's right. head over to the B&B family and subscribe over there to BD's channel with his family. Yeah. Thank you, Saints, for welcoming our first time guest. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a family over here. It's a family. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on to the second point. 
All right. We're talking about overcoming the fear of starting. All right. Uh, number two, you got to change your thinking. Yeah. Right. Um, and 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 that's a mentality that a lot of a lot of people have, you know, the mentality that we're a lot of times we're given by, you know, our parents or the people that we were raised by, the people that were, that were around. And it's, you know, just to 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 get a job, to to pay your bills, to you know take care of your family, and those things are good. There's nothing wrong with those things, right? But you have to start looking at what your specific, unique purpose and calling is. Why am I here on this earth? Okay, you're not just here to get a job and pay your bills and provide for your family. Again, those things are important and those are your responsibility, but those are the bare minimum. Like that's that's the bare necessities of uh, of living. You know what I mean? God put you here for a reason. He put gifts inside of you for a reason. Like he has you here on planet Earth at this particular time for a particular specific purpose, right? So if you are operating out of fear, and not starting that thing that he told you to start, not operating in that gift that he put on the inside of you, you are robbing us from the gift that God gave you, from the calling that for, for, for the reason that you were put on this planet, you're robbing us. You know, God's looking at you like, I, you know, I gave you the gift. Why aren't you using it? You're letting him down. But more important, I mean, you're we need the reason that what what why God put you here. There's people that need to be reached by through the gifts and the talents that you have been given through the vision that God's put inside your heart. OK, so you have to change your thinking. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, we just go on day to day and we're just all right. Go to work, go to school, come home, watch TV, go to sleep next day. And it's just day after day, week after week, year after year, we have to start thinking, like really thinking and being cognizant of our purpose, our calling. What are we here to do? Okay. Change the way you think. Okay. Think about what, what your life is going to look like 10 years from now, if you're still doing the same thing, right? And think about envision what your life could look like if you actually operated in the calling that God has for you. If you stepped out on faith and trusted that God's going to provide you with everything that, that God has already provided you with everything that you need. Everything you need is on the inside of you. OK, but like J.E. said, you know, in your mind, you're going to feel like, oh, I can't possibly do that. I mean, you know. I have gifts and talents. I have things that, you know, God's put on my heart, but I don't think I, I don't feel like I can really accomplish it. But, you know, God's going to give you something like J.E. said, that's bigger than what you think you can do because you need God to help you do it. He doesn't, you know, if he, if it was, if he gave you something that he just knew you could do and he, and you know, you could do, you don't need God to do that. So you got to change the way you think. You, you, you got to change your habits, your daily habits. You got to you can't operate like everybody else operates. 
that's one thing that I had to come to the realization. Like, you know, I, you know, you're at work and you're talking to friends and, and, and you're listening to what they do. And they're talking about going home and catching the game. Hey, did you catch the game? Did you catch, you know, uh, whatever the, the whatever. And you got to come to the realization, like, no, I, I, I look, I'm different. Like I got other things that I'm trying to accomplish. I'm trying to live a life of purpose. I'm trying to live a life. I'm trying to leave an impact. The other people, most people on this planet aren't worried about leaving an impact, aren't worried about leaving a legacy. And that's what we as Christians, as believers, that's the most important thing that we should be thinking about on a daily basis is legacy. It's not just working a job. It's not just providing for your family. And that's amazing. And that's part of your legacy. But we as Christians, we're here for a greater purpose. Okay. So we have to change the way we think. Think about legacy. Think about your purpose. Think about your calling every day. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Some of us, we got to get rid of this generational thinking that's been passed down because of what we heard in the home, right? You have to understand thoughts come unaware, but thinking is a choice, right? Thoughts may come unaware, but thinking is a choice. We're going to be held accountable for what we think or what we think on. See, that's a difference between thinking and thoughts. Thoughts is just can come from any kind of influences, can come from your mama, can come from your daddy, can come from anybody. But you got to be able to know how to cast down vain imaginations. All right. There's two scripts I want to go through real quickly on this point. I won't labor on it too long, but let's get let's get it right quick because you're talking to the Rev now. The Rev, the Rev, the Rev going to get you right. BD going to get you right, too. But but the Rev going to get you, get you, get you going. All right. This verse right here is Philippians 4, 4, 3. We all know this. Most of us know this, but we want to break it down real briefly <clears throat> because we have to understand you have what you think. The Bible says as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so are they. But this text says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Don't skip over that. As believers, we can't skip over certain verses because that's very uh, profound there. He says rejoice in the Lord always. Gratitude is the best attitude. Gratitude will have the way will have you changing the way you think. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, he says again. Paul's like, yo, let me just again. I say rejoice because you have it better than somebody. Life is good for you, my friend, whether you like it or not. I, I right now in your apartment with that with and you just had a flat tire today. Your life is better than some of these billionaires out there right now contemplating suicide. So God is saying, man, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, and when patience has had our perfect work, you will be complete, whole, lacking another. What does that mean? That means there's purpose. <clears throat> the goal in life is for me to constantly think and how can I be more complete, more whole, uh, more caught up and connected to God. You know what I'm saying? So I have to always rejoice. Let's keep going. It says, let your reasonableness, reasonable, oh Lord. <clears throat> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Yes, Lord. I hear you. I hear That's you. That's a word right you. there, though. I'm not going to lie. Let your reasonableness. Is that my word? Let your reasonableness <clears throat> be known to everyone. What does that mean? When you have gratitude, you're reasonable. Your life makes sense. Gratitude will have you will have you uh, um, making sense in your life. Those who start that God given purpose, no matter what the noises are, 
They're, they keep going because they want to make sure that their reasonableness, their logic, their understanding of life, their wisdom is exuded from them. Let's keep going. Be known to everyone because everyone is going to be watching. There's an everyone for everyone. We're talking about everyone, each people that's looking at your life. The Lord is at hand. It says, verse six, do not be anxious about anything. We talked about fear. Do not be anxious about anything, which means you got to change your perspective. And how you change your perspective says, but in everything, by prayer, supplication, and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, not your friend, not your mama, to God. And look what it says, with thanksgiving. You can't just go to God and complain to God and be sad to God. No, be grateful. But when you already been rejoicing all day and the Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made our rejoicing be glad in it. You've already engaged rejoicing in your day. Then you will look reasonable amongst other people who are anxious. Then people will be like, wow, what gives you the strength to start your idea? What gives you the strength? I've already been tapped into the presence of God where there's a fullness of joy, which now allows me to look reasonable even in in tough situations or climates. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. I love that, BD. I love that. God doesn't always guarantee you the person right away, the product right away, but what he guarantees you right away is his peace. There's peace when you start the will of God. There's peace when you're in the middle of the will of God. There's peace when you're in the fulfilling of it. There's peace there. And it says, <clears throat> and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. I love that. Because right now, at your level of maturity, you're not understanding what's going on right now. I am who I am today. BD is who he is today from his from our toughest seasons, which put us in a position for us not to be thinking crazy when we go through tough times. Or thinking crazy when we fail. Failure is actually getting your feet closer to succeeding. It says, we'll guard your hearts and mind and crush. Now, finally, and I'm done with this. Y'all, I'm done. It's my last word here on this point. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. If it ain't true, I ain't thinking about it. If it ain't, if it ain't just, I ain't thinking about it. If it ain't pure, I'm not thinking about it. If it's not lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise, I ain't thinking about it because you are what you think. If you want to walk in truth, if you want to walk in justice, if you want to be pure and be lovely and be commendable, all those good things, you got to reverse engineer the way you think, man. You got to get a sheet of paper, my friend. I want you to get a sheet of paper and I want you to write down why you're thinking what you're thinking. I want you to write down all the things you're thinking about in, in, a, uh, in contrast to what Christ wants you to do. Write it down. And I want you to write a scripture beside it that says, what does the word of God say about this thinking? And then when you got the truth of God right there evident, then you'll be like, you know, I can't think about this. See, Satan will always throw higher than your knowledge of God. If your, the Bible says casting down vain imaginations and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. If all you know about God is right here, he's going to throw it this high. Did God really say? Man, you know good. Look at your family. Nobody graduated. Nobody started no business. What makes you think that you can do it? If you only know about God at this level, the devil's going to throw this high. 
But if you already know that you're seated in heavenly places, that you a joint heir, heir and a joint heir with Christ, and you already sitting in high places with God, the devil's arm not strong enough to throw it that high, my friend. So you got to increase your thinking about who God is and who he's made you to be, my friend. And no matter how high the devil toss, it always hit the brick wall and come back down because you know God, you know yourself, and you know your purpose. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like how you exegeted the scripture, J.E. Come on, man. Now, listen, this is my purpose. Jesus. Listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what I do, bro. All right. Point number three. Point number three. All right. Talking about five ways to overcome your fear of starting. All right. Point number three is to become aware of your purpose and associate with doers. Okay. We talk about it all the time, guys. You have to find out what your purpose and what your calling is. Okay. So, you know, how do you do that? Seek God on it. Number one. Um, and you got to look at the things that look at the things that you're good at, the things that you're good at that come easy to you that do not come easy to other people. Okay. That's going to give you some pretty good clues of what your purpose is. Look at the things that you're passionate about. What kind of things do you find yourself reading? You know, when it comes to when, you know, you're, you're browsing through the Facebook or the news or whatever the case is, however you consume, you know, your media. What, what are the things that, that interest you, that you're passionate about? Did you have some experiences, you know, that, you know, positive or negative that impacted you in a way that you want to help that particular group of people? Those are the kinds of things that you need to be looking at as far as, you know, your purpose, what your calling is. Okay. So you have to find out what your purpose is, and then you have to hone that, pur uh, that purpose and that calling and that gift and, and, and so that's how you make it into something where you can you can be useful, where you can, you know, impact people and, 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 and have change and carry out your calling. But the first step is definitely to become aware of your purpose. That is how you're going to overcome. You, you won't have as much fear of starting when you have really clearly defined, hey, this is my purpose. Like this is, you know, this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. This is what God called me to do. This is my gift. Like I nobody can do this like I can do this. When you have that, you know, when you have that confidence, then you're going to overcome that fear that try, that the devil tries to throw your way. Oh, you can't do that. What do you mean? I can't do that. Like, this is, this is my gift. This is my purpose. This is my calling. All right. And when you know that it's your purpose, when you know that it's your calling, no matter what, no matter what anyone says to you, no matter what Satan tries to bring to you, like you're going to be like, no, like there, there's nothing that will stop me from carrying out this purpose because this is why I'm here. If I don't do this, then what am I here for? OK, even when it comes to your family, you're shortchanging your family. If you are not walking out your purpose, like I'm going to be honest with you and I love my family. I love my kids for sure. I'll die from any day, but I am my the best version of myself when I'm operating in my purpose. If I'm just going to a nine to five and, you know, that's all I'm doing, just a nine to five. And then, you know, spending time with them, I'm still going to be a good father. I'm still going to provide. But when I'm walking, when I know what my purpose is and I'm working towards that and my wife knows what her purpose is and she's working towards that and we're working together and we bring in it like as a family unit, 
we are operating in sync and we are like, you know, I'm a better version of myself. I'm more alive. I'm more, you know, energetic across the board when I'm operating in my purpose, when I know what my purpose, when I know what my calling is. Right. So you have to find that out. And then, you know, I, I hit on it briefly earlier. You have to associate with doers. You cannot associate with people who aren't doing anything. They're good. They're, they're going to tell you that you can't do it. They're going to tell you you're wasting your time because they see that you got something and that you're trying to do something with your life beyond just what the average person does. And it makes them feel like, man, I should probably do be doing more with my time than just watching TV and sitting on the couch on the weekends. Wow. They really seem like they have things they're passionate about when they clock out of work. Like they, they're, they're passionate about getting home because they got stuff to do. They're passionate when they, when they come in the morning, they're passionate, they're excited because they have something else. They have something that I'm missing because all I got is this nine to five job. They got something else. So yeah, they're going to try to bring you down. They're going to talk down what you're doing because they don't have that. So you have to associate, find people who are chasing after their goals, after their, their dreams, after their purpose, after their calling. Find people that have a relationship with God and are, and are plugged into the Holy Spirit and are hearing from God what they need to be doing. And they're, and they're pushing and they're fighting and they're, they're, they're striving for that. The Bible talks about birds of a feather flock together. Don't flock with people who aren't trying to walk in their purpose and their calling. There's a reason we say it all the time. There's a reason why me and J.E. hang out, because from day one, we got the same mindset. We push each other. We challenge each other. Hey, man, what you working on? What you were like? I, we couldn't. J.E. wouldn't hang out with me if I wasn't, you know, uh, trying to do anything but work a regular job. And because we don't have nothing to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, why I'm going to call J.E. if he's just sitting around getting fat, you know, doing the same average lifestyle or whatever. No shit. <laughs> kind of cool. I was like, no shit. Hey. So, you know what I mean? Birds of the iron sharpens iron. OK, you have to watch who you're associating with. Look, sometimes I, family is great, but sometimes you got to keep family at an arm's length, man. Sometimes you have to do it because sometimes family has, you know, a certain uh, opinion of you. They see you in a certain box. And if you're trying to break out of that box and do something greater, they're like, no, like you, we see you as this. I don't, I don't know if that's for you. I don't think you could do that. And sometimes you have to grow and you have to evolve and you're growing and you're evolving into the person that, uh, the, the, the individual that God needs you to be, to carry out your purpose and family can't like see past what they know of you as. So family, friends, coworkers, associates, whoever it may be, you have to watch who you're associating with. You have to watch who you're, you're, you're listening to. Okay. Find people that are of the same <clears throat> mindset. And if you don't have anybody right now who's of the same mindset, um, read books. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, join Facebook groups. You know, uh, there's there's ways to find other people who are in who have the same interests. Trust me, there's a Facebook group. Trust me, there's a Reddit group, uh, whatever the case may be. 
of people who are like-minded, who, who people who are passionate about something that you're passionate about. Find somebody who's doing uh, something along the lines that you think you might be interested in and reach out to them. Send them a direct message on Instagram. Send them a message on you, wherever, at Facebook, wherever. There's ways. It's 2020, y'all. Find a way to get in touch with some people who are like-minded, who are thinking the way that you're thinking. Sometimes you have to get outside of your circle and get around some people who think differently. And that's how you're going to get over that fear. And that's how you're going to, because they're going to encourage you. They're going to tell you, hey, go for it, man. You can do it. Yeah. You're going to hit some bumps along the road, but you keep going. Yeah. You're, it's not going to be easy, but you keep going. It's worth it on the other side. And that's how, that's how you're going to get started, get over that fear, and you're going to get started. Yeah, man. It's, it's very important to be aware of your purpose. You were not created to exist. You was created to execute. Let me repeat that. You wasn't created just to exist. You was created to execute, not just execute anything. Don't execute what your mom think you should do, your dad think you should do, or what you think you should do. You got to execute his purpose for you because he made you. You know, you know how many people sitting at a nine to five, sitting on their dreams, sitting on their ideas because of because of whatever. Do listen, God never makes copies. He made or he makes originals, yo. You the only one. But I also tell people there's always a community for your calling, like BD was saying. You got to surround yourself with doers, man. You got to like if you're the sharpest knife in the in the in the, in the um drawer, switch drawers, man. Listen, if you listen, do you want to be a butter knife and all you do is cut through butter or do you want to be a blade that cuts through other things in life, making paths for people? Listen, you got to be around somebody that challenges you. And the thing is, people love to be comfortable. You do not grow in comfort zones. You grow in challenge zones. You grow when you challenge. You grow when you stretch. In order for a bow to reach its target, it has to be stretched backwards. The reason why God stretched you back is he wants you close to his heart. Get to my heart, son. Get right here. So when I release you into your purpose, when I release you, you will hit that thing spot on and you will cause damage. So you, in order to find your purpose, you got to get to the heart of God. God loves you more than your mama, your daddy, you. He's the one that says, man, I fearfully and wonderfully made you for this specific thing. Listen, there's hundreds of speakers, thousands of speakers. Only one way I speak. That's why I don't listen to these jokers out here. I get mine straight from the source. I, no burger restaurant is not going to make no burgers. Oh, man, that's too many burger restaurants. I can't make no burgers. They're going to be like, you know what? You ain't going to make no burger like me. You ain't going to make no burger like me. You know what I'm saying? The colonel, he said, listen, y'all only got two herbs and spices. I got nine of them joints. Eleven. Eleven? Eleven. My man, Colonel. See, I shortchanged the Colonel. The Colonel <laughs> got 11. I'm over here saying this well, man got, got nine. You got to watch who you listen to. got to watch who you listen to. You about to go to the store. I heard this guy on his uh, YouTube, man. He said the Colonel had nine herbs. He's right. They're going to be like, nah, brother, it's 11. Dang, they're going to be like, that's a false prophet, bro. So my bad. Let me correct myself. 11 herbs and spices. Okay? But see, what I like about Bojangles, they only needed one spice. Mm. That Cajun. Ooh. <laughs> good spice okay oh yeah all we're saying is who cares what everybody else is doing because not everybody's gonna last my friend do you know why the bible says um the first shall be last and the last shall be first 
People just read over that and they be like, I, I don't want to be last. You know why the first is last? Because the first got there first without no training. They rushed there. The last, last. That's why the Bible says the, the first shall be last and last shall be first. Why? Because the last person saw everybody else's mistakes. There's two classrooms you learn from, my friend. You either learn from the classroom experience or you learn from the classroom observation. So what I'm saying is, who is in your circle? Who's on your social media feed? Some of y'all should be unfollowing some of these people on social media feed because they feed you nothing but junk food. You got to surround yourself with people that's going to feed you motivation and feed you application. Don't just follow nobody who gives you motivations. Follow people that actually shows this how you get it done. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but you got to know your purpose. Nothing. Listen, you know why you, you, know why you should know your purpose? Because your purpose protects you, my friend. Mm. Your, pur- your purpose will protect you from doing stuff that you ain't purpose to do. It protects you. When I was writing these books, I was protected. When I'm doing this stuff, I'm protected. If someone comes to me talking about you want to start this business with me, if it ain't within my mission statement of helping people make sense of their life, if it's not a part of my mission statement to help people grow holistically for God's optimal use, if it's not a part of my mission to helping adults unplug and children propel, if it ain't within that, I ain't doing it. Because why am I going to waste my energy doing something that I would not be empowered by the spirit to do? So you must know your purpose, man. Because when you know your purpose, you know your parts. When you know your purpose, you know your person. Some of y'all out there dating uh, Tyrone, dating Tyrone, knowing Tyrone ain't good for you. You out there dating Tiffany, knowing Tiffany ain't good for you because you ain't been good to yourself. And you since you ain't been, the reason why you're not good to yourself because you ain't allowed the perfect love of God to perfect the fear out of you, man. That's why purpose matters, man. Purpose will protect you. Purpose will push you from being stuck in the middle. Right. And these 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 talkers, man, listen, if you hear them before you see them, don't trust them. Confidence is loud. Confidence is silent. Move around silent stealth movers. Be around people that don't talk about it. But you see, that's why people are like, coach, what should I do? Watch my life, fam. Because most of the moves I move on, you'll never hear come out of my mouth. Watch me. You'll know how to move. So what we're saying is, man, you got to change your circles, man. You got to get around some doers. You got to get, listen, BD, that's my only, that's pretty much my only friend right there. I got some other brothers from college that are my friends. But we, of course, me and BD, we're exclusive because we're doing this together. But I start itching when I'm around a bunch of talkers and no doers. I'm a, I, get, I start I getting hives when I'm around lazy people. Do you not know? That you're going to have, the Bible says, appointed for every man to die after the judgment. You got to stand before God and be held accountable for what you did in your body. This body is not purchased. It's leased. You got to, when you lease a car, what happens? You got to bring it back after some time. And they start looking at the dents. They start looking at the mileage. And if you did some dirty stuff, you did whatever, you got to pay for that. The Bible says, be very careful how you build on the foundation was Christ. He says, some will build on it with precious stone, gold, silver, and precious stone, while others will build on that foundation was Christ with hay and straw. The Bible says each person's work will be tried by fire. And the Bible says if the fire consumes those who built with hay and straw, even though their soul is saved, they uh-huh. suffer loss. Why do you think he there's people crying in heaven? Why do you think there will be tears in heaven, bro? There's going to be a bunch of people talking about, man, I could have did more. 
Am I going to sit there and rejoice on the last book I wrote? Or am I going to go to the father and be like, what's the next one? You got one coming out in a few weeks. And you're going to have another one coming out two months after that. And you're going to have two or three next year. Because I only live once, man. Y'all acting like, people acting like they got nine lives, bruh. Bruh, you ain't got but one. You only got one. I'm only going to have one family. I'm only going to have one opportunity at making that Azzy. Any person who puts on the jersey Azzy, I want them to be like, I want my daughters to be like, yo, if your name ain't good like Pop's name, we hyphen this joint. I only want my, if you, if my, if my daughters have to even think about hyphenating your name, she ain't even going to want to be with you, bro. You only get one purpose, one life. And we're going to watch Netflix all day. Ooh. Oh, you know why I don't watch the NBA right now? Because I'm in my own bubble. <laughs> I'm in my own bubble getting my stuff done. Why am I going to watch another man make millions of dollars and I only got a few dollars in my pocket? And some good dollars, too. Don't get it twisted. But it ain't their dollars. I don't got time to watch. But when we was a young man, B, we watched every quarter, didn't we? We sure did. You know what I do now? Go write the bleach report and be like, oh, okay, he got 51. That's it. That's all I, can't I do. I tell you the last time I watched the entire Ooh, game. I, you know why? I only eat a bite of ass because I'm still eating off my meal. So I get bite size of them because I'm already full. Oh, my God. Because my food is due to the will of the Lord. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. The Bible says, um, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time for the days are evil. Therefore, be do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Before you do anything else in life, get on your knees and say, God, what am I here to do, bro? Because I do not want to stand before God and God be like, we could have did more. Or you did a lot, but you didn't do it for me. Mm. Hey, man. Many in that day is going to say, Lord, Lord, did I not do all these great things in your name? And Jesus is going to be like, depart from me. I never knew you. If you want to know you, know him. And he'll surround you with the right them. Simple as that. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Dame, Dame Dollar Drop 61 Day on Dallas? Oh. I appreciate that, bro. Did skip, he just skip, go for 51 skip. the other night? Skip. He mad at Skip. He mad at Skip. Yeah, man. Skip, man. Ooh, okay. Hey, skip, skip, hey, skip, skip, bro. That's your you know, boy. I'm a, I'm a skip fan, bro. That's your boy. All right, number, number four. All right, number four. Um, Five ways to overcome your fear of starting. All right, number four is R, okay? Research your field and determine the possible returns, okay? So um, you've, 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 you've looked and, and found out what your purpose was. You found out what your calling is. You know what your gift is, right? Um, that's awesome. That's great. The next step, you have to figure out, you know, you ha- you have to do research. You have to research your field. You have to research. So, you, you know, the, your gift is great, but you have to turn your gift into a skill. You have to turn your gift into something that you can tangibly use uh, to have impact. Okay. Um, so it's not just enough to have the gift. You You have to learn how to control it. You have to learn how to hone it. Okay, so you have to research your field. You have to research um, what are other people in this field doing? What are you know, how are they uh, able to be effective? And it's not that you're just 
completely copying them, but you're seeing, you know, what what's working, what's having impact, what can I take from that and put my own spin on it with my unique, you know, uh, personality, with my unique gifts. Okay, so you have to do research because you 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 have to have strategy, right? Um, having passion is great, but you have to put passion with strategy. Passion without strategy gets you nowhere, <clears throat> right? Um, when when this whole thing popped off uh, with you know uh, with George Lloyd uh, with the cop situation and everything like that, a lot of people were talking about how you know we have a lot of passion. You know, we're rioting, we're looting. You know, we're doing these things, but. What we really need is strategy. What we really need is some people who work in government, who work lawyers and things that can get legislation passed to make actual changes. Right. The, the passion is cool. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with the protesting and there's nothing wrong with painting the streets and everything like that. And that's cool. But we also need some strategy. Right. And it's the same thing with your gift. OK, you've you have identified the thing that you're passionate about. You want to make change. OK, you want to you want to you want to change the world. You want to carry out the purpose that God has for you. And that's great. But you got to get the strategy. you got to get a strategy. So you have to do some research. You have to figure out, OK, maybe I need to take a class on marketing. Maybe I need to, you know, read up a little bit more uh, on, on, on this field. Maybe I need to take a class. Maybe I need to, you know, go back and finish my degree, whatever the case may be. Maybe I just need to find a mentor in this field who can teach me the kind of teach me the ropes, kind of teach me some of the pitfalls that he came across so that I don't have to look, I got a wife and four kids. I don't have time. Okay. To, to lose it all. And then, you know, try to start back again. So, you know, you know what I mean? Whatever that looks like for you, you have to do that research. Okay. Determine the possible returns. Uh, same thing. You know, you don't want to be wasting your time. You don't want to put a whole lot of passion into something that's not going to generate a return for you or just not going to achieve uh, the desired outcome that you have. You're putting a whole lot of energy into something, but you're not reaching anybody. You ran out and you started a church and you don't know anything about marketing. You don't know anything about, you know, getting anyone through the doors. That passion is great. You might be blazing the hottest sermons this side of the Mississippi, but if nobody's in those seats hearing it, what are you doing? You don't have anybody coming in the seats. You don't know anything about social media. So you don't have, you know, any uh, video going out. You don't have a live stream going like you got to do research. You got to find out how you can be most effective. Okay. Knowing your purpose, having that passion is awesome, but that is one part of the equation. You have to do some research and you have to understand what it is that you're doing so that you can have impact. Let me tell you something. You know what's scarier than starting? Being stuck in the middle. You know how many people, everybody celebrates the start of a something. Oh, you got promoted. Let's get some cake. Let's get some balloons. Oh, y'all getting mad. Let's go celebrate. Oh, you let's go celebrate. But all those people at the celebrations leave. <clears throat> so if all you got is passion, if all you got is excitement, but you ain't been you didn't train in your singleness, you didn't train in the off season and people get mad. God, why I'm in this season? God said, get in the gym, bro. This your off season. 
If you want to succeed in your postseason, you got to put in the work in your offseason. But most people they do is they only care about this small little area called promotion. All they care about is getting there. I just want to get there. They have a get there mentality, not a stay there mentality. A stay there mentality says, I'm a research to make sure I know all the exits. I'm going to put myself out of business mentally to ensure I never go out of business. I'm going to research this thing. And I'm going to be so sensitive to the Holy Spirit because you just can't research. It's God, Google, then grind. It's God, Google, then grind. Most people just go straight to Google. Cool. But you know who knows the deep things of God? Google can't search the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit can. So you got to always stay in tune with him. Holy Spirit, what does Pops want me to do? What is he? How does he want me to move? Then the Holy Spirit will go even to the depths of God. And God has no end to his depths. So you can go as deep as you want to go. That's why I tell people, these Christians out here, the reason why most of these people don't get nothing done and they all, all they do is talk us. All they do is advertise us. They got big ministries. They got big mouths, but they have no fruit because they're on the surface. I don't want to know the deep things of God because it's going to make people feel bad about their sins. I'm not going to go that deep. But it, when was the last time treasure floated? If you want to find treasure, you got to go to the deep, my friend. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, take me deep. Deeper than before. Deeper than I ever been. Don't do that right now, Josh. Don't do that to me right Come now. Come on now. Let the, it's a Don't joyful me right now. Joyful noise. Joyful noise. Okay. I'll digress because I want to keep the people here. What I'm saying is, bro, go deeper. Go to God. Then he'll tell you what to type in at Google. And then you get your points from Google and you get your points from, from your grub, which is the word of God, and you go grind. You gotta research, man, because being stuck in the middle sucks. Passion will get you halfway there, sometimes a quarter of the way there. Preparation, practice gets you to the platform. So all these people <clears throat> who's passionate but don't have no research, you know what's going to hit you in the mouth. You know what's an equal denominator, equal, what's that thing, what job employers, equal employer, whatever thing called? Mm-hmm. It's going to hit you in the mouth. Life is going to see how bad you want it. Life is not just going to be like, come on in. Here's your purpose. Go right along. We're glad to see you. Listen, new levels, new devils, my friend. You think the devil of singleness is bad? You think the devil of singleness is tough? Have you met the devil of marriage? Have you met the devil against marriage? Oh, you think the devil of being just a churchgoer? Oh, that devil, just a pestering devil. Have you met the devil that comes against ministry heads? Oh, you like the de- you think the devil that keeps you in the cycles of comfort is bad? Pursue your purpose. See what kind of resistance you get, my friend. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. You're not ready for warfare? Don't start. You ain't ready to win. You ain't ready to win until you know that warfare coming, man. So you that's why people don't start. It's hard. Yes. Adversity builds character, my friend. It makes you stronger. Do you know what I got to go through from a spiritual warfare standpoint daily every time I let this chopper go and tell the truth to somebody? But these demons ain't got nothing on the boy because I know who I'm dependent on. But when I first started this ministry stuff, oh, I was hype, BD. I don't even know if he was at my event May 1st, 2000. You wasn't even there. You wasn't and where are you? Yeah, when I had that first concert. Amped. I was there. Amped. You was there. See, see BD know about Amped. But when I got that microphone, bruh, and saw tears in the kids' eyes, P 
people patting me on the back said, Josh, that was good, man. I came back the next following year. People was talking about we should take on the road. I had a guy talking about putting on Daystar. Man, people talking about we can go to these big churches in Chicago and L.A. I was ready to go until God stripped me out of oil robbers and put in my mama's living room. Mm. You know what's worse than tasting success? Tasting it is coming back home. Miles away from your success story. That's when God prunes you and gets you ready. Because he's saying, Josh, if I would have left you in Tulsa, you would have got full of yourself in Tulsa. So I had to bring you back home and humble you so you'll know how to truly help me in a family business. You got to research, man. God, Google it and grind and determine the possible returns. Bruh, if I didn't write these books, bruh, I know we got to go. If I didn't write these books, bruh, do you know these books bring in residual income every month for me? These books bring in, gives me letters and emails talking about, Josh, how your books impacted you, impacted me. 1,800, well, 1,400 or 1,500 some videos before I got married. All them people who's impacted. You don't got time to be talking about marriage. If you ain't did one thing in your singleness assignment, what is the return? What are you going to really bring to the table? Debt? Debt and dysfunction? Or are you going to start something right now and be about your father's business? That's all I got on that, BD, because we got we got a good top five coming up. Boy, we're an hour and 30 minutes in, and we ain't even finished the main uh, well, section. Well, last, the last one self-explanatory, BD. Yeah, the last one is uh, take small steps and track your growth. And, you know, out of everything we've said, that's the, the most important thing is to take the first step, guys. Yeah. Um, whatever that first step is for you, whether it's enrolling in, you know, that uh, – enrolling in the class, whether it's, you know, reaching out to that person uh, who you who's a mentor, who could be a mentor to you, whether it's going ahead and, 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 and starting the LLC uh, for your business, whatever the case may be, taking that first step is the most important thing. OK. Um, and once you've taken that first step, just take small steps, one step at a time. All right. Like J.E. said, you're going to run into some obstacles. You're going to run into adversity without a doubt. It's coming. Know that know that it's coming. Um, but keep in mind why you're doing it. Keep in mind, you know, what what the outcome, what your desired outcome is. OK. And and track your growth. All right. Growth every day. Try to get one zero point one percent better. What will try to learn one thing new. If you can learn one new thing every day, if you can if you can get one percent better every day, every day. OK. Over the course of a year, over the course of two years, over the course of five years, think of where you will be. OK, so it's not uh, coming out the gate, trying to swing for the fences and hit a home run the first day. It's start. OK, and then just make incremental progress, get a little bit better. Try to every single day, try to do something to get better. OK, and that's pretty much all I've got for that last point. J.E., if you want to go ahead and bring yeah, us on man. home. 30 seconds of this, man. Listen, um, you, in order to get to your platform, you got to take steps. And even on your platform, there's steps up to the platform. If you don't take no step, you might as well be a pillar of salt, my friend. Because most people, the reason why they can't go forward, they're looking backwards. I'm telling you, man, 1% every day. If you do not give, it don't matter what day, what type of day I have, I'll always write a sentence in my book. I'll never go a day without writing at least one word. That's a little small thing, but I have to train my mind no days off because you know what 
you can't get a return on something that's not done. Mm. You can ne- you cannot get a return on something that's not done. And how many people right now are in poverty because they're sitting on their idea? Mm. How many people are not where they are because of them? What are you sitting on? Most of us sit more than just in a chair. We're sitting on our dreams and ideas. Take that step towards your purpose, man. That's what's up. All right. Well, that's all we've got today. Uh, talking about five steps to overcome the fear of starting that thing, that purpose, that idea, that business, whatever it is for you. All right. I hope you got something from this. I hope it, it sparks you. I hope it inspires you to go ahead and take the steps uh, and start whatever that is that God's placed on your heart. All right. Hop in the comments. Let us know uh, what you got from this particular message uh, and let us know what it is that you're going to start. All right. Drop it in the comments and keep us updated and keep us posted. Okay. Uh, All right. We're going to go ahead and get into the final segment. All right. And it is the good guys top five. And today we are doing the top five sandwiches. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. And as we drop our top five, as we drop our number five, drop your number fives over in the comments. If you're uh, with us here live and if you're watching at a later time, drop your just drop your uh, top five in the comments below. All right. Number five for me is the Philly cheesesteak. Thank you, Josh, for actually giving me a good picture this week. You didn't say nothing okay. crazy in the email. You didn't say nothing stupid, bro. You kept it very professional. <laughs> he kept it very respectful. I said, I'm going to give him some good pictures. I'm going to give him some good pictures today. I, I, I appreciate it. That that oh, Philly cheesesteak actually looks really listen, good. Listen, bro, bro I, had, I had to put that there because I was like, man, that sandwich looks good. I can't do BD. I got to look at something like that, bro. That ain't going to lie. That look good. I'm trying to think of yeah, should I have had it at number five. <laughs> <laughs> that looks But uh, yeah, man, look, Philly cheesesteak is... Whew. Ain't nothing like a good Philly cheesesteak, man, with the with the bread and then a bunch of steak in there with the cheese and the onions. Whew. Bruh, it's not even in my top five, man. Really? Bruh, man, they don't got no good Phillies down here, bruh. Nah, but you know, I'm you just bruh. See, I'm not a one-hit wonder. I have I have a discography, bruh. I have albums. You know what I'm saying? That didn't make no sense. But what I'm trying no, to say is, time. bruh. Man, bro, the Philly, bro, when I went to Philadelphia, bro, that was the best Philly I ever had. And that was the only Philly I had. From That was the last Philly I had. Because once you taste greatness, I can't come back to these regular places and get their Philly cheese steak, bro. There's other places that have good Phillies, though. Because I I went to Philly, and it was mm-hmm. actually one of the worst Philly cheesesteaks that I ever had. Because, you, because Bree D, bro, because you, 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 you're scared. You were scared. You didn't want to go to the hood, bro. When I when I got taken to that, bro, yeah. I, I said, where are we going? <laughs> All I knew was potholes and a bunch of meek meals and dream chasers, bro. And I was like, oh, man, we ain't talking about what we talked about today, about chasing your dreams, taking that step forward. Mm-mm. We talking about you thought it was rented? <laughs> I walked in there, bro. The person I went with, the lady, she said, uh... <laughs> She said, I said, uh, I said, uh, she said, what you gonna get? I said, I'm gonna get a Philly cheesesteak and tell me, tell them what them caramelized onions. She about said, bro, don't you say caramelized onions in Philly? 
I said, whoa, you know, you know, because coach, you know, coach caramelized onions See, in the South is caramelized. Right. They say they call them fried onions out here. And, you know, bro, I said, thank you for letting me know because I didn't want to get shot here, bro. Right. Hey, yo, this fool said caramelized onions. Get him out of here. <laughs> I'm like, bro, bro, I'm from Charlotte. I'm from the South. Caramelized. You know, like the sauteed. See, you had the benefit of being in Philly with locals. I, I was just with my family. You was so a tourist, all I, I was a tourist, and I and I went to the tourist trap. I went to uh, what is it called? There, there's two of them. I think it's Gino's Steaks, and uh, <clears throat> bro, there's what, another one. I can't think of the name. The the place I went to had no sign. See, they was playing Meek Mills two or three times. They was playing Meek Mill the whole time in the club right beside the Philly cheesesteak place. If you didn't hear no Meek Mill, you, you shouldn't no have got your feel. You shouldn't have got your feel if you didn't hear no there Meek you Mill. There you go. You over that's, there at a place cool and all they playing is elevated music playing the Taylor Swift. Bro, yeah. you can't go to a place and all they playing is, is pop music. You got to go. You thought it was ready? I'm over there in the line like, hey. Yeah, they had, Apple pay. they had Apple Pay at the place I went so that you know. Yeah, you, you, you have to, but before this whole law, you had to have exact change, bro. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't pay with no debit card there, bro. Yeah, they had Apple Pay. I should have known right there, bro. Uh, it was it, bro. And the dude was over there singing Meek Mill while he's making my Philly cheesesteak, bro. Yeah, I didn't have the authentic Philly experience. That was actually one of the worst Philly cheesesteaks I've ever had. But other Philly cheesesteaks, hey, you could just go to. I mean, look, don't if anybody is from Philly, from Philly, don't like judge me. But uh, who is it? Uh, Jersey Mike's Hey, Jersey Mike's got a pretty good Philly cheesesteak, man. It's, it's good. dry, bro. The Philly cheesesteak I had, bro. I did the J.E. lean back eyes curl, bro. I said, man, they put so much cheese on that thing, bro. The cheese from the can. They had a big old can of cheese. The dude poured it on mine like that, bro. What they had the cheese whiz, the cheese whiz, bro. You had a little one though. You had those, didn't you? Nah, they had the cheese whiz, but it just it was like a big piece of bread, and the bread was dry, and then it was See, just like I like, like my two thinly sliced uh shaving things of steak saying, and a, the cheese. It was just was not good, bro. If I never trust a clean sandwich, I never trust a pretty sandwich. If the sandwich is pretty. Clean. I want an ugly sandwich. Yeah. I want a sandwich that didn't have no father growing up. <laughs> wow. I want a sandwich. <laughs> I want a sandwich that's just not, don't know their purpose. That's the sandwich I want, BD. I don't want no sandwich that had a father. Right, I want a. I, oh, my number five. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we about to be here all night. <laughs> about to be here all night. My number five, before I get to my number five. Have honorable mentions. Here you go. Here you go, man. It's not how it works, man. It's not how this works. I'm gonna silence you because you didn't grow up on this side of the tracks. Okay. All those people who've ever been poor, you know these two sandwiches was all was you had these sandwiches more probably grilled cheese. You probably had grilled cheese with this. Okay. You're back. I got you back on, BD. You're gonna talk talk (laughs) crazy. You're gonna talk crazy, gonna let me rock. That top picture, y'all, is a syrup sandwich. <laughs> syrup sandwich, yo. You see what I'm saying? Don't that thing look good, bro? No, it does not look appetizing at all. Bro, syrup sandwich. When I was growing up, this syrup what sandwich got that? me through. That's bread and is syrup. Is that syrup on the top? 
Yeah, cert flowing, flowing from the from the from the most high down into the bottom, the rock, Christ. Oh, Ooh. <clears throat> syrup sandwich, bro. And come on, y'all, y'all gotta show love to the ice cream sandwich, bro. I never liked ice cream sandwiches, bro, because you you had money for the premiums uh, ice cream sandwich, ice cream snacks. All I could do was get the fudge bar, and and if I was lucky, get an ice cream sandwich. It's all about the Choco Taco. Yeah. And if you want to watch that episode about what we talked about there, you got to go to the uh, Red Flags um, video. It's an old one. Classic. Yeah, old Red Flags and Relationships video. That vi- that was one of the most funny episodes we've ever had, though. Yeah, make sure y'all check it out. All right. My number five. Oh, my number five? Mm-hmm. Chicken sandwich. What? But, what? What? Yeah, number five. Number five. Number five, bro. Chicken sandwich barely got to my number five. I almost put the ice cream sandwich for the chicken sandwich. What? What? Who are you? Is this I, Jay? Yes. What is we the talk, rest we, of your top bruh, five? We're talking sandwiches, bro. We're talking about sandwiches. Right. Right. So, bro, chicken sandwich number five. It ain't number ten. Five is good. Bro, Brandon from England to Josh from uh, I see Kimmy's back with her jokes. All right, what Kimmy say? Gail from Compton. Basically, kinda. Wilkinson Boulevard was where I was raised, bro. How you got chicken sandwich at number five? Because these, because bro, these next four sandwiches, bro. I would pick over a chicken sandwich any day. I I, I don't even. I'm, I just want to know what the rest of your sandwiches are. I need to know now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not like I, I'm gonna ask the people. What are y'all's number fives? Cousin, bro, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna rock with your boy. Yeah, no, you can't. How could you, you have, have bruh, number five? How? What do you have above this? You'll see. All right. Uh, what do y'all got for number five? I thought somebody <laughs> put uh grilled something, grilled chicken sandwich. Grilled chicken sandwich. What y'all number five? Subway. I see someone put Subway. See, okay. Smoochy loves ice cream sandwiches, bro. Come on, bro. Look, I'm not even on the ice cream sandwich anymore. I'm. This is my primary concern right now. Is how in the world your chicken sandwich is number five, bro? I grew. My first chicken sandwich didn't come until I was older, bro. When you when you grew up the way I grew up, you didn't go places with chicken sandwiches. When was the first time you had a chicken sandwich? I'm talking about from a from a store. When was the first time you had a chicken sandwich? Even at home, the only chicken sandwich I had growing up was it was actually in the actual uh, school system, the flat ones, the flat joints. Okay, but you have chicken sandwiches at your disposal now. But I'm talking about we said the best sandwiches of all time. There's just certain sandwiches, bro, that I will run to. Before I run to this chicken sandwich, bro. Okay. Um, number four. Pulled pork sandwich. That's nasty, bro. That I, one right there looks disgusting. I just, I just, I just, when I saw the white man's hands, I thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made this picture great. Wow. 
That is a bit. That is that is look. That is B, that is that is that, when Beatty looked out of his eyes. That's how they, that's the color of his hands. No, not at all. I don't know where Kimmy at. Kimmy gone ahead and called that a Kimmy a, a Karen a barbecue sandwich because that's what that is. I don't know what that is, but that's the BD sandwich. Bro. A pulled pork uh, sandwich is banging number four. What kind of Yukonuba? <laughs> hey, bro. That's your sandwich, bro. No, it's not. I don't know what that is, but a good barbecue sandwich <clears throat> number four. I never like barbecue sandwiches, bro. I'm not a sauce man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a cheese man, bro. I, I like savory over sauce. Well, I mean, you're in North Carolina, so North Carolina barbecue it doesn't really do a sauce. They have like just the vinegar base. No, I don't even like vinegar either. Maybe that's why I don't like it because I'm not a vinegar man. I do apple cider vinegar for health purposes only, not for enjoyment purposes. Okay. All right. All right. My number four. What's your number? Oh, my number four. Mm-hmm. The grilled sandwich. The grilled sandwich. You know the what? sandwich that you put on the stove and you press down at the cheese melt. Sometimes you have uh, deli meats in there, bro. You have. I mean, come on, man. Like a panace. Over a chicken sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Che- I'm a cheese man, bro. Chicken sandwiches and cheese don't go good together. Chicken sandwiches are cool. But this sandwich look wet than a mug, bro. That ch- chicken sandwiches be dry sometimes, bro. What chicken sandwiches? From where? They, don't say Chick Fil A. They don't hit all the time, bro. And one thing that messed me up with Chick Fil A, bro. If you know that, if you hear me through the, if you hear me through the intercom, Thank you, Aries, that looked like a hot pocket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ain't no hot pocket, bro. You see the like parsley. You see the parsley on that joint, bro. If you hear me through the headphones, order a chicken sandwich. Don't give me no flat, crunchy sandwich. Hey, that's a big that's a big dude's voice. I'm gonna make sure I get him the juiciest, biggest chicken sandwich I got in here. But that's exactly what I would use to describe what you have on the screen right now. Flat and crunchy. That's what that looks like. Bro, but that cheese, don't don't look. I couldn't really find the one that my wife makes the best sandwiches like this, bro. I'm sorry, bro. It's 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 man, bro. She gets she it's almost like you know. A grilled cheese sandwich with stuffing, stuffed with meat, stuffed with cheese, bruh. That nice buttery crunch, bruh. It's a more enjoyable experience for me, man. Wow. Y'all talk about me. <laughs> cancel culture in full effect. <laughs> Y'all can cancel me, bruh. I'll still be eating this sandwich, enjoying my life. Okay. Number four, uh, I, I don't even know what to call that. Je, I, that's I really... a grill. It's a grill. It's a. It's, it's in the Pinay family. Okay, these sandwiches wow. are in the family. Wow, now y'all so talk about me. All grill sandwiches, bro. They talk about I'm from the burbs, but bruh, you talk I, about you got a panini up here. But bro, it's all about texture, bro. It's all about the hotness of the of the meat in the middle, the hotness of the interior, with the buttery crunch of the toastiness of the bread bro it's a more it's a it's a better experience than a chicken sandwich a chicken sandwich is it's an okay date it's okay we had good conversation but this sandwich right here got mystery it got taste it got it got it's intriguing bursting with flavor bro that looks like what i want to eat when i'm in a retirement home i will eat that sandwich you ain't living bro 
You know, you haven't lived until you had, had you a nice grilled, buttery, succulent sandwich, bro. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, bro. But you, you, bro. If you dip this in a, any soup, you dip this in, bro. I love when my wife, my wife makes me these sandwiches, bro, and gives me a nice, hearty, uh, vegetable, uh, not vegetable, but chicken noodle soup, bro, or tomato soup, bro. That, I can't wait to fall and winter come, cause my wife is one of those seasonal cooks. She only cooks certain things in certain seasons, bro. Who, who does that, bro? I don't mind, you know, some some fall, winter foods in summer and spring. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm disappointed in you, man. Number number hey. three. Number three. Hey, hey, bro. It's my list. You have your list. I have my list. Number three for BD. And you got that pretty low on your list, bro. The cheeseburger. And that <laughs> you, <did not laughs> you said you were going to give me good pictures this week. You did not give me a good picture. Oh, that thing looked good to the mug, bro. No, it does not. I don't want a sesame seed bun on my burger. Ever. I thought you liked McDonald's, so I gave you sesame seeds. McDonald's? No, I haven't eaten a burger from McDonald's. I don't know when. Oh, bro, um, we didn't even see everybody's number four, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so disappointed in you, bro. Tuna sandwich? Eddie, bro. <laughs> Eddie, hey. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. I'm just not a tuna guy. Grilled cheese, that see, that's the lane I'm talking about. Grilled cheese falls within the Pinay family as well. No. Grilled cheese falls into that group that I gave you at number four. No. All right. Um, did anybody else have a good sloppy Joe BLT grilled salmon sandwich turkey cook? Okay. All right. We got some fa- we got some fancy sandwich eaters in here, bro. I know, right? Y'all, y'all, okay. Grilled salmon sandwich. Fried bologna. Let's hey, go. That's an honorable bologna. mention. That's an that's honorable the, mention. Legit. That's a that's in the grilled family as well. Bologna sandwich, bro. Oh, bro, you gotta cut the slits in there, bro, because you don't want it to boil up to the top, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, BD didn't have the bologna we had, y'all. BD <laughs> had that big thick bologna, bro. Had him a nice little thick grilled bologna sandwich, bro. We had the one with the red thing around it, the thing you can eat cold. You want to talk about your burgers, bro? Uh, cheeseburger. Um, <clears throat> number three, man. I mean, um, I don't know what there what more there is to say. There's nothing like a good burger. Um, I don't know about this burger that's on the screen, but you talk about the five guys of the world. You talk about the um, uh, who else has really good burgers? I don't. I don't do a whole lot of chains when it comes to the burgers. Nah. It's normally like local places. Yeah, that just got really good burgers. Five Guys is probably the only chain that I would ever go to. Man, five guys ain't five guys ain't worth the price, bro. And they not they not how they used to be. They no, nah, they not how they used bit. to be. They fell off big time. I had five guys maybe about before the pandemic. Worse than the pandemic. <laughs> it ain't that bad. But. It's that bad, bro. For the price I paid, that thing looked like a, a double quarter pounder, bro. Mm. Yeah. Back in the day, bro, five guys was yeah, back in the day, they, got, they used to be. Oh, used to be. yeah, what a burger! I never had it. I never had it. I heard they got one up the there in uh Mooresville or something like that, Statesville. I heard they got a water burger somewhere up here. Mm-mm. It's uh, it's in the central U.S. They had them right, in uh, they had them in uh, Oklahoma. But I don't think we ever went. <clears throat> no, nah, I don't even think they. Yeah, I never went. All right, my number three. Mm-hmm. Come on, I can't even believe this. Not even in your top five, BD. 
their croissant sandwich, bro. Any breakfast sandwich. Any oh, breakfast okay. sandwich, bro. Okay. All right. Any breakfast sandwich on a croissant. You can do liver mush and eggs, liver mush, eggs and cheese, sausage, sausage egg, or sausage egg and cheese. You can do egg and cheese. You can do bologna and cheese. You could do bacon and you anything on a buttery croissant with some eggs and some and some hog and some whatever, bro. I can't even believe you didn't have this in your top five. Bre- the breakfast sandwich? I don't. I didn't. I didn't <clears> think <throat> breakfast. I did not think breakfast. It's a sandwich, bro. Yeah, you got me on that one. You got me with that one. Okay. Uh, what y'all's number three? Anybody got a number three? Five yeah, guys five guys, twenty five, twenty five dollars for one meal. You right? Yeah, they they tax over there. We got some five water. Guys. We got some water burger. We got some water five burger. guys. Ooh, shake shake shack, bro. Shake shack, bro. Oh yes, Shake Shack. Nah, nah, it's too yes. small, bro. I don't Have want you no gone to Shake Shack? Yes, I've been to Shake Shack once and never went again. When I grabbed that burger out of my bag, I said, "Bro, this thing is a slider." Did you get the double burger? I got the well. <laughs> you know, you know what I got, BD. I got that. Uh, what's that burger called? It got the beef and it got that um fried cheese thing on top of it. What? Yeah, have you seen it? It's got like this fried, it's got it's like fried mozzarella or fried cheese or something like that on top. You got the wrong thing. I don't oh, know. Oh, the, the, the mushroom, is. the mushroom, the fried mushroom and cheese joint. No, no. See, you be trying to do too much. You just get the yeah. regular burger, get the double nah. patty. Josh, I need Man, you to go thing, back to Shake Shack. Bro, it reminds me of what your errand of grievance was. You've been married too long, man. Josh. You're getting little kid size burgers, bro. It's not a kid size. If you get the double, it, bruh, I need you to go back. And plus, and and plus, bruh, I'm a guy that goes to a place where the fries compliments the burger. Not disappointing. They got the crinkle cuts. But there is something nasty. Those fries ain't, isn't a different kind of grease, bruh. They grease, they they, they fry those fries in a different kind of grease, bruh. It just doesn't sit well with my stomach, bruh. Snake shakes banging, man. Bro, hear what you, you, you look at you, bro. That's why I put you with the man with the white hands, bro. Shake, shake Shack, bro. Josh, you have a chicken sandwich at number five, so don't and, talk uh, to me. Name, name one sandwich. Okay, no, the number four, you might pick chicken sandwich over, and I yes. might change that. But the grilled sandwich has so much to offer. Grilled cheese, bro. I love penne sandwiches, bro. Chicken chicken sandwiches don't go good with cheese. I'm a cheese man, bro. Chicken sandwiches just pickles and chicken. I don't Get do lettuce and tomato. Chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A and put pepper jack cheese on it. It's delicious. Okay, I might try that. Yeah, and then I might change my list because you every time you. That's why I stay away from Chick Fil A. Let's go to number two. Number two for me. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later, Jay Eden put on twenty pounds. I have had Chick Fil A every hey, day for the past. Welcome to the welcome to the good. <laughs> Big Rev. Right. <laughs> Filling up the screen. Right. Yeah, Whoppers right. used to be good back in the day, too, man. It was a luxury to get go. a Whopper. They used to be real. I used to get the triple Whopper back when I was in, like, a, when I yep, when I used to drive. When I had my license, I'd get a triple Whopper. Bro. I've never had a triple Whopper in my life. That's ridiculous. Hey, it was good to me. All right, BD's number two. What was number two, two for you, BD? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what, the, what is that? That's BD's peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Fancy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, BD. 
You Yo. know that's how you get them, bro. That's that's you all day. Mom, does it have a toothpick in them? First and foremost, all right. Loki, that look good in a mug. All right. <laughs> bro, that's how you rock, bro. Baby look. food. Number two is peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And while I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that looks like that. Bro, that dude look good in a mug, though. But I, when, I saw that, bro, yeah, when I saw that, I said, that's BD all day, bro. Y'all playing, but that looked good in a I, mug. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do this, bro, because there's no accountability. At least I know I had two sandwiches. If I if I if I see this, I probably had about four sandwiches worth. Yeah. Because I would just keep going. Oh, it's just a little square. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's peanut butter and jelly with what looks like a, a, a buttery grilled uh there you bread. go. You said the word grilled. You know, you know the you know the uh look, I'm, look I, I mess with a good buttery grilled sandwich, but it's not above a chicken sandwich. But uh peanut butter and jelly. Um <sighs> You know, just because of the simple <clears throat> fact that it's so it's so accessible, it's so reliable. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches got you through some of the toughest times in life. You know, the, the times when 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 my wife had did not get me the things that I need from the grocery store and there's nothing else. Uh, a lot of times I can go in the pantry and put together a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right. So, yeah, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Number two. OK. Bruh, listen, our friendship fruit don't fall too far from the tree, BD. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I, see, I, I noticed you gave yourself the hood. Because when people think of J.E., they think that he'll make a sandwich like this. That looked kind of nasty. I'm not going to lie. That looks people disgusting. think of BD, they think BD makes this. I never want a clean sandwich, bruh. I want, I want the jelly. I want there to be, I want there to be just after Dr. King gave his speech, after they stopped segregating, I want the black children and the white children, I want the peanut butter and the jelly together, bruh. And the reason why I put the apple jam right there, bruh, the apple jelly used to hit, bruh. <laughs> That's the scariest PB&J I ever seen. It's supposed to be scary, bruh. No kids, no kids want this. Them sandwiches look expired. Oh no! <laughs> you just hate because your little cookie cutter said you you want this. That looks delicious. Yep. It's right here, bro. Look how messy. Look at the tower of bro. You know when you bite in this, bro. You know the bread is soft, bro. You know the peanut butter and the jelly. Jelly still cold. Peanut butter. Not sure. Just... Not bro. sure. Bro, don't be hating <laughs> on my sandwich. That thing look great. That's gourmet, bro. That sandwich look but like that, it got that, FDD. Bro, what's y'all's favorite <laughs> jelly? What's y'all's favorite jelly though? Grape and apple jelly are tied for me, bro. Uh, jelly, I really like strawberry jelly, bro. I'm, I'm on. <laughs> Josh left. What's wrong with strawberry jelly? Everything's wrong with strawberry jam, bro. Nobody, bro. Strawberry jelly, yeah, it's I better than it. grape jelly. No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. saying. I mean, you just brought up different jellies, and I'm just saying, you know, spicy grape jelly. I like strawberry. Apple jelly is better than strawberry jelly. I I don't know if I've ever had apple jelly. I'm gonna be honest. It'll change your life. It's better with peanut butter than me, bro. It's 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 tied. It's probably tied with grape jelly, bro. There you go, Eddie. Eddie, me and Eddie got the same taste buds, bro. Nah, man, strawberry ain't it. 
Wasn't it BD that said something crazy about cucumbers last week? I don't remember saying anything about cucumbers. I never had the blackberries, bro. Thank you. Strawberry jelly. Don't, I, don't cl I, I clicked the wrong one, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And y'all already know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Strawberry superior. Strawberry jelly. Look how many strawberry. Like, look, thank you. Josh, you're sleeping on the strawberry, man. Do you got a strawberry with the chunks in there or just a smooth strawberries? I don't know. Either one. All right, let's go to my number one. Y'all know what the vibes is. You know what's number one. I really oh. don't for you. Oh, BD's number one. This ain't my number one. Here's BD's number one. The chicken sandwich. The chicken white. sandwich. You see the white man's and, 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 and while the Popeye's chicken sandwich is good, I'm offended that you did not give me the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I saw the right. white man's hand again. I was like, that's BD. You know what? Number one, the chicken sandwich. You you, you know, you, you talk about the white man's hand, but yet I have the chicken sandwich at number one, Josh. The white man gave you the chicken sandwich, bro. That's not true. God gave us the chicken sandwich. Did God really make chickens, bro? Conspiracy alert. Conspiracy alert. Why is the predominant meats that we eat are dumb birds and fat? Every other bird can fly but the chicken. Please click on Lawrence Hancock's uh, uh, comment. BD won all the... Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and put that on the screen. Nah, I'm not putting it on there. Yeah. Did God really make the chicken? Did God really make the pig? These it doesn't even matter which animals are one because you have lost everybody by putting chicken sandwich. Ooh, number one. Five. Double cheeseburger with bacon on that, bro? Number one. Where is that burger from? That looks really good. I went to God and I went to Google's and I was like, bruh, I couldn't find no locations, bruh. Mm. That sandwich right there, bruh, that's a patty, bruh. Those are patties with that bacon. Oh, they got the onion in the middle, too. The onion in the mm. middle, bruh. That is, um, that's a heart attack waiting to happen, though. That that's, that's hey, bro. When God, when God gives me that little get ready because I'm coming soon, right? I'm eating this. If, if, <laughs> if this right here, this kind of burger, if I if God says, son, you're coming home soon, son, get your get your meals in order, just go and get your meals. Gonna just enjoy it. Enjoy these lads. You 70 something, you 80 something. Go out there and get you a double, son. God, little pound to the chest. I'm off to get a burger like this. Oh, that burger will take you on home right there. Listen, when you're 80, aren't you ready to go home? Yeah, I think so. That time I get about 80, bruh, 70, late 70 still young. When I get to 80, bruh. It's, it's, it's about that time. I, it's about I, that time. I don't think I have any interest in, in being in my 90s. I don't know. Nah, because I don't want to be anxious about am I dying today? Let's right. just get it over with. Let me get up you out know of what here. I, mean? I left y'all some stuff. Going, that's why I'm going so hard now, bro. <laughs> like I'm trying to get it in now. When I get to be 90, I don't want to be sitting around just waiting. Nah, I don't want to be sitting here waiting to die, bro. You know, take me, take me at 80. The pineapple circle on a burger is different. I never had a pineapple on a cheeseburger, bro, but that mm -hmm. sounds good in a mug, bro. 
Uh, they got it at uh, Red Robin. Bruh, see, stop. You a chain man. You still chain. Still got chains on you, bro. I just said they have it at Red Robin. That's the only place that I know of that has a pineapple on the burger. You always eat at chains, bro. I'm free. I go to the holes in the wall where freedom is, where freedom rings. Okay. Uh, what y'all got for number one? <clears throat> it's got to be the burger. I can't, BD. How are you going to select the burger, the chicken sandwich over the burger, BD? The chicken sandwich, you're so limited. You're limited with the chicken sandwich. The only toppings you can do is cheese, man, and some pickles. No, you could do lettuce, tomato. You can do bacon. You can do whatever. So you, so so you look at this burger right here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And look at that. Mm -hmm. Which one? You didn't put a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, so. Is that Chick-fil-A? Bro, I'm picking this 10 times out of 10, bro. Uh, take chicken sandwich. You'll die eating that. You will die. You can't eat that. That's not sustainable. I, eat, I, I probably eat this once. What's sustainable? Eating fried chicken over and over again? You're probably going to be close to a heart attack if you eat chicken sandwiches all the time when you only eat this once every other month. No, you can eat a chicken sandwich, you know, every now and again, uh, in moderation. You can't eat that burger, but like once a year. And oh, what great day that is. Huh? Bruh, if I have this burger waiting on me on a special day, bruh, okay. I would, I would do whatever it takes to get here, to get there, bro. If you say so, my brother. All right. We are over two hours into the podcast, two hours and eight minutes to be exact, and I am ready to go to bed. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and cut this one short. Um, Yeah, that's all we've got for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I hope you got something out of it. All right. Um, Hit the subscribe button if you have not already hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know when we are dropping a new episode. Hop in the comments. Uh, if you're watching this tomorrow, uh, definitely hop in the comments and let us know what your top five sandwiches are. Uh, Karen versus Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you're Karen. I can't oh. deal with Kimmy, man. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's all we've got today. I'm a happily married man. I have a humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy. Happily married as well. Really good guys podcast. And we are out. Oh, make sure you make check sure. out the uh, cop those purpose shirts. I'm gonna cop mine. Make sure you cop yours. Make All sure right. you support my niece, man. She started her own company, her own business to help orphanages and orphans, man. That's her mission in life. And so her first shirt came out called Purpose. That's David looking over to the left. Now, hopefully, looking at. Oh, okay. We'll talk. We'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. All right. Oh, we're, out. we're only good. Because he's good, man. We'll see you next Tuesday. Peace.